for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, and welcome to Living Life. I'm glad that you decided to join us, and I pray that you will hold tightly to the Word of God so that it can help us to navigate through life's different challenges that we face every single day. You know, when it comes to forgiving someone, it can be one of the hardest things that we can do um, as humans. And I know, talking from personal experience, um, it's it's very difficult for me to forgive someone because in my mind sometimes I'll think that I want to have retribution. I want them to pay for, you know, the emotional, uh, the uh, mental, and even sometimes the physical trauma that uh, I've endured because of what they did to me. And unless there is some kind of equality, unless they have gone through and endured the same thing, you just don't feel right. Uh, and Jesus here understands that. He knows that forgiveness is not natural. He knows that it's something that we have to fight against our flesh. But He gives and shares a story so that it can help us to relate and help us to get a bigger picture when we learn to identify ourselves with the different characters in the story that He's going to share with us in this parable. Uh, let's dive in and let's look forward to what God has to share for us. Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 through 35. Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but seventy-seven times. Therefore the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him ten thousand bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, Be patient with me, and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. 
Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Uh, if you've been following along here in this chapter, in this book, uh, you'll notice that uh, Previously, he, Jesus was talking about the biblical guideline for disciplining someone, uh, especially if that person has sinned against you. Uh, and now, based on his um, conversation with Peter here, it leads to forgiveness. And now Jesus is giving us an idea and a, and a guide towards um, how we ought to uh, forgive. Now, it makes sense if you have been following the flow, uh, because if someone has hurt you, if someone has sinned against you, uh, you want to bring them into repentance. You want to help them to show what they've done wrong. Uh, and You don't want to attack them. Uh, you don't want to belittle them. Uh, and you definitely don't want to harm them. Uh, but we want to show them that this is what they have done in a, in a way that they would repent and ask for forgiveness. And also on our half, that we have to forgive them as well. And Peter here brings up in this conversation, and maybe he's curious, or uh, maybe he's been counting how many times he's forgiven someone. Maybe there's uh, someone that comes to mind for him that he has a hard time uh, forgiving over and over again. Now, it's been recommended according to the laws that you forgive someone at least three times. And Peter here is being very generous, saying, should I forgive them seven times? So he's not only doubling it, but also adding one more for good measure. But Jesus gives an answer that is totally unexpected, and it blows them away. And his answer is this. Jesus says, forgive them 77 times seven is how often you need to forgive them. Now, he's not giving them a number saying you should count each and every time until you, you reach this final number, but he's giving them an enormous amount of num uh, for, uh, times that we should forgive, saying that it should be unlimited. No one's going to count that many times leading up to that. Uh, to illustrate his point, Jesus uses his parable to address the issue of forgiveness. Uh, and he talks about this king who's going through his financial records, and he notices and comes across this servant who owes him a lot of money. And he needs, he wants this back. Uh, he goes and finds, has this servant be, uh, brought to him. And it says that he owed him 10,000 talents. Now, if you were to uh, do the equation, if you were to convert this, this would be equivalent to uh, almost $1 billion in, in American dollars. That's how much he owed him. That was, and in, I don't know what he could have done to uh, you know, accumulate that much debt, but that's how ridiculous amount of money that he owed this king. Now, it's impossible. There's no way he can pay off this debt in his lifetime or in how many generations would he be able to pay it off. And because of that, uh, the king decides to put his wife and his children into jail so that he would have to pay for the punishment that is due 
for what he has done by not paying back the king. Now, the servant begs the king. He says, please, on behalf, if there's any good in you, please, on behalf of my wife and children, I don't want to be separated from them. Please forgive me. I will do everything I can to repay you. Now, it's humorous because there is no way he can pay this massive debt back to the king. And the servant basically asks, you know, be patient with me. Um, and that's his words. He says, be patient. Uh, and he's asking for forgiveness. Now, the master here, he's moved with compassion. And he releases him. He forgives him of his debt. This enormous amount of money that was owed to him, he lets go and says, fine, I will release you and you don't owe me this money anymore. Now the irony of the story is that once this servant is set free, he goes and finds another, a fellow servant, who owes him not as nearly as much as he owed the king. Uh, in fact, he says that he owed him a hundred denarii. Now that is equivalent to a uh, hundred days worth of work, uh, wages, that was owed to him. This was a small fraction compared to how much he owed uh, his master, the king. And he wants that so badly from this servant. Now, if you look at the response of this fellow servant, it's exactly the same as his response to his master. But none of that registers in his mind. None of that clicks. None of that shows him how much he's been shown grace and how he's not showing the same grace to his fellow servants. And it's so sad that he doesn't see that and he doesn't comprehend it. And that's the whole point behind the parable, is that when we don't forgive someone, we are just like the unforgiving servant. Because we've had an enormous debt erased. Our sins were forgiven. How come we can't forgive a few sins that someone has done to us. Let's keep that in mind when we read this story. I hope and pray that this passage will bring you a lot of comfort uh, because when you read this and you understand the magnitude of the importance of forgiveness, and I, I know for myself, I've received a lot of restoration and a lot of healing uh, because I came to understand and realize what I've done towards God. And what people have done towards me is so tiny, so small, just a fraction compared to what we've done towards God every single day. Now, when we you know, are able to process that, when we're able to see the perspective, and keep that in mind. I hope and pray that we would readily and that we would embrace the idea of forgiving our fellow man, our fellow sister. Because if we see forgiveness being exercised in the church regularly, how much of a difference it would make in the church if we learn to set aside our pride, if we set aside what we feel, and rather we learn to put others above ourselves. Uh, can we pray for that and see that happen in our lives? Uh, Father, we just thank you for this important passage. 
And I pray that, God, that we will learn to forgive others uh, just as quickly as you have forgiven us. Thank you for your word, and in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a further and stepping in closer, see Jesus.